episode 800 of the Too Thick Pod, your home for all things sports, cards, and levity. And there is a lot of attractiveness on the screen, none of which is my co-host, Manny. Welcome. Welcome, welcome everyone uh, to this uh, special edition to our Too Thick Live. Um, We have some special guests. We have Mr. Brad in the building, the number one promoter in the Midwest. He's he's a movie star. We have Courtney. I'm already going to stop you, Manny. No, 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 no. You said the Midwest. It's the nation. Earth. How about Earth? Earth. How about world? I like, I like Earth. that. I like that. Okay, Earth. No, I don't see promoters out there doing move, directing movies and everything for to promote their show. So you, you got a point. Brad Scorsese. <laughs> then we have the number one scavenger hunt in on Earth, ran by Courtney. And Jeremy, a little bit of Jeremy, but mostly Courtney. We're giving Courtney all the credit here. And then we have the number one group submitter in the world, TNT, with us. And we're all under one roof right now, so I'm I'm pretty excited. How are you guys? You guys forgot the number one sports card podcast. I like that. Yep. I I, I can't do my own horn like that, so. I'm I'm good. How are you guys? Good. I'm excited that uh, Shipshawana is – this weekend, it's coming up quick. If I spun my computer around, you would see that my office behind, like this all looks nice and neat right here because I was rushing to clean my office space up. Everything back here is stacked full of card show uh, paraphernalia. We have stuff at scavenger hunt. We have cards for sale. We have our signs. We have everything. And it is, it looks like we're moving out of our house. <laughs> no, it's going to be here before you know it. I do want to say, and we also have in the building, Matt, the number one, what would you call it, Jeremy? They're, they're like a do-it-all app, right? Ludex app? Uh, they didn't collect. They, oh, they they right. The check they did not clear, so we're not clear, talk about mind. them right now. <laughs> How's it going? How's it going, Tyler and Tommy? Rocking and rolling. Doing good. good. Living the dream. Glad to be here. Brad? So it's like, uh, like if you're an MMA fan, you always hear Dana White say, like, fight week. And the vibe up here in Michigan, which was 70 degrees yesterday, we woke up to a tornado and it was 20 and snowing just a mere 10, 12 hours later. The vibe in Michigan is it's show week. And all anybody that lives around here is talking about Shipshawana. They're talking about Brad's hype videos. They're talking about Ryan being there. They're talking about Tyler's going to be walking around buying all your cards. They're talking about Courtney scavenger hunt. They're talking about Hollister and the best low-end cards. They're talking about all the people coming in with the five-figure cards. This truly is the best one-day show in Earth, and uh, we're excited, man. It's the, the vibe is cool, and I think Tyler and Tommy would agree. They're talking with people every day, and you know that's all they, they were talking about today. Like, it's show week, man. This is an exciting time. There's nothing like Shipshawana week. The group chat that I'm in for the scavenger hunt is so hyped. Like, everybody's like, it, it's so funny because it feels like so much. Lo- everyone's like, it's it's like going on vacation. And everyone's like, I'm doing this. I got this planned. I have this thing. I get, 
I have I have the group chat and then I have my personal DMs that just blow up with like, look at what I'm bringing. I made these. I just got a message like literally like 10 minutes before I jumped down here. Um, FC Cards was like, I finished my scavenger hunt packs. And he's like showing them to me for the kids. We have so many people donating stuff this time. It is insane how excited everybody gets for Ship Shawana. Look, it, it, it's Card Fest. Brad hasn't even talked one time. That's how good the show is. The promoter doesn't even have to do anything. He'll show up. Gabby will do all the work. Yeah, we'll collect the money. Brad will then get all the the likes on on Instagram and Facebook. Brad, what's new about this show, and what's gone into like setting it up to be like truly like everybody's favorite one day show in the Midwest? Yeah, no, obviously show week. So super excited. Um, Man, and this one feels like it has a different vibe. I, I was just telling someone the other day, I've not gotten so many texts before from people saying, hey, I've talked to two or three people that have never been and they're coming this time. So I think we hit the calendar very well. If you look around the Midwest, there's not a lot of regional shows this weekend. It seems like they all stack themselves next weekend and the weekend after that with Nashville and Chicago. So we, we got very blessed by the day, obviously got blessed. Uh, we're hoping that it stays the same. Looks like 60 and sunny on Saturday, which is a far cry from last year in the snow hurricane, snowmageddon that we, uh, that we went through. So I'm actually hoping to uh, prop open all the doors and let the fresh breeze come through. And if it's a little crowded in there, maybe let some of the, the, the BO out and uh, really enjoy the day. Hey. I'm, I'm super, I'm super excited. Uh, and th that's, uh, that's no shot at a singular person. It's just a lot of people moving mm -hmm. through. You know who you are. Brad was calling you out. If you're listening, you know, but we're super excited. I'm, um, you know, we're, we made a couple changes. Uh, so anxious to see how that goes. I'm a perfectionist and I want everything to go perfect. And I'd make a terrible president because if I didn't get a hundred percent approval rating, I would quit. Uh, so mm -hmm. those guys are like 55% and are doing well. So, you know, always worried that the dealers know I have their back, always worried that the customers have a good time. Um, if you tell me 200 good things about the show, but there's two negatives, I will lose sleep over it. So, but I think that's what makes us, us is that we worry about every little thing. And I just hope more and more lately, I just keep telling my wife, I hope we just have fun. Like, that's really all I hope. I used to worry about dealers making a certain amount of money. I used to worry about um, different things. And I'm just like, I just really want people to enjoy the hobby. Cards are affordable again, for the most part. Like, let's just celebrate that. And the fact that this industry or hobby took a massive hit in values and shows are as popular as they've ever been. So... I'm super excited about that, and I can't wait. I just can't wait to see everyone as well. I, I'm really looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, you took way too long of a break. <laughs> I, a I think yeah. when you talk about months. when you talk about Card Fest, I think you touched on it earlier, and was the Snowmageddon. There is not another show in the United States where there would be a blizzard in undrivable conditions with no power. And you'd still have 150 to 200 people strong at a trade night operating off of battery power from their cell phones and their flashlights. Mm -hmm. And so I say all that because you have a hardcore fan base that's going to show up and travel from states away for a one-day show 
for somebody who's new and hasn't attended or isn't on, is on the fence and maybe have a little FOMO because they can't get to Dallas or they didn't get to Burbank, what can they expect to see at CardFest? Hopefully they just feel like a different vibe. And I love, I love local shows. Like I go to local shows all the time. I try to support them big time. I love the hobby, but hopefully it feels just like the name says, like almost a festival environment rather than like your normal uh, VFW hall card show. Right. And there's nothing wrong with those shows. Go to them every weekend and love them. Uh, But with the food trucks, the national level vendors that you'll find all the way down to the, some of the best dollar boxes you'll, you'll dig through. We're super excited to have Mikey B back. He sets up twice a year and he only sets up in Shipshawana. And I swear to goodness, he puts $40 cards in his $10 boxes and, you know, dealers. I have them. Yes, he does see that. <laughs> Jason Gillespie with Sports Card Machines. Man, that guy's got some of the best cards I've ever seen. Yeah, Hall of Fame autos, uh, Jason Gillespie. And he brings a guy named John Summers with him who has like amazing stuff that, that really appeals to a lot of people. I could. I'll stop there only because we could go you couldn't everyone. 40, 40 deep. So um, no, I'm, I'm super excited. But to answer your question, I hope they just find it a very welcoming environment. Is um, 100% of our dealers like always 1000% over the top excited? No, but man, I the percentage of people that are kind and try to do the right thing that set up at Shipshawana, I think is what makes it what it is. So I hope they come and have a good time and leave and go, wow, that that felt nice. It felt like people were having fun and tried to take care of each other. Well, my favorite thing about the show, I would say right now is you could go, anybody could go and buy raw cards. Like you were saying, um, $40 cards and can go right to the TNT booth, submit their cards for grading just like that. Cause I know, uh, some people get nervous. We, we kind of brought this up in the past that they, they, it's the first time grading. So they're, they don't know what to do. And they're nervous to send in their cards through mail. Well, you have Tyler and Tommy right there. You could just hand it off and they deal with everything on the other end and you get your card back graded. So I think I I do enjoy that, uh, having them there as well. Well, and I will tell you guys, I feel like myself and Tommy and Tyler grew up together in the hobby. We, my show was just starting. They were kind of getting into submitting and, uh, to see their growth is incredible. And I'm going to uh, dote on them for a minute. Uh, I set up with them uh, at National for a bit. Overwhelming in Chicago. Like I thought it was a regional Michigan, Northern Indiana kind of company. And there were people um, coming up and, and dropping off cards. And I was like, Tyler, you know, that was Lameem James that just handed you <laughs> like a stack of cards. Like, so uh, really proud of those guys. And uh a great way to put your foot in the, the water if you've never graded before with them reviewing the cards, sending them in for you. It couldn't be easier. And um, I, I'm a, I'm a user. Um, I bother them all the time with my card. So I uh, couldn't be more happy to have them on site and taking care of people. Yeah, no, that was, that was our first show. It was mm-hmm. funny. We, we messaged Brad, we need eight tables. He's like, are you sure? Eight tables? What, I think what are you so? talking about eight tables? I'm like, yeah, we eight tables, no problem. We'll, we'll be good. I think and yeah, eight should be fine. <laughs> I didn't know if eight was going to be enough, you know, because in all honesty, back then when we were grading, we were grading mainly for ourselves, you know, so we always had like the amount of inventory we had back then was we had a lot, um, a lot of stuff you wouldn't grade today. But <laughs> yeah. we, had, we had a ton of you know, Jeremy, listen, 
Jeremy, listen to how big time that TNT I, has gotten. No, I mean, I, not just us. Like, stuff no. that nobody should grade, right? I mean, no. Nobody I, should just, grade. I'm just getting ready to tell a story. I've had two different promoters reach out to me at very nice shows. Hey, can you help me get TNT to my show? This is this is these guys' world they live in now. They're getting requests yeah. from pretty big time shows uh, to to get them to come out and provide their services. Well, yeah, you so know that uh, Tommy took me to to California to PSA last year, and it hey, would be an episode class. if they I didn't just crowbar that in there. They're hey, Jeremy. Time. Yep. I just wanted to. I asked Brad first. He he declined. So you were you were choice. <laughs> oh, just say it, buddy. Oh no! Truth came out, Jeremy. Dude, I'm sorry. I had to just spill it. I know Jeremy jumps we, off. Hey, the it's really magic that we so had. In, in fairness, magical. the night you, you called me, you said, "Hey, uh, Brad said no, but we all know he won't be a lot of fun. You and me will be able to get into some trouble." And you did tell I me, did Thomas, that. that your vote was for me. Tyler went with Brad, but you know what? It is Brad's show, so and it was I, honestly I, I between the, you and Manny of going to PSA. And I flipped a coin. Heads was Manny, tails was you. Who I was going to ask? I figured one of you both would probably say yes, and then Jeremy won the flip, so he got well, asked. That's in okay. fairness, they wanted a ninth table, is why they asked. Me <laughs> yeah. first. And I was out, so they said, "Well, we'll take this one." And that's Jeremy. We're down to six tables now, Brad. Yeah, we're, Brad. I know. We're, we're, for the, we're for the people. <laughs> Tyler and I were actually talking earlier today because our first show ever setting up was at Shipshawana. And we did one show, and Courtney or I like, we're going to quit both of our jobs right now. This is easy. At, you do 15K at every single show we'll set up, you know, three times a week. Easy peasy. And the next show we did, we did like $17. It cost us $200. And like, <laughs> yeah. uh, not going to quit our job. All that to say that it was so funny because I messaged Brad, and it was before it, like Shipshawana was getting big and Jeremy's like, Hey, I heard about this show. Everyone's talking about it. I think it was only like maybe the second or third time that you had ever done it at that point. So it was, it was, you know, we're not day one people cause we suck, but we were like day three people. And, um, so he's like, it, it's got a lot of hype behind it. He's like, I, you know, we should go. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to message him and see if we can get a table. And I sent him all of our social media. I'm like, we, We'll talk about the show. Please let us have a table. <laughs> You're like, I have one table I can give you. And like, and he, he, so we set up and we have been going ever. I, I should share the picture. I like to share it once in a while because it's a fun, it's a fun reminder of where we started to where we're at now. Cause it was like one sad little table and we had one sad little orange tablecloth. <laughs> we didn't have a pop up and we didn't have any of our, you know, like reckless stuff it didn't look anything like what you know our setup looks like now and I was so proud and we did so good and it was so much fun it was the best show I'd ever been to and it was the first show we'd ever set up at so it, it's it speaks volumes about how much work and effort Brad puts into this show every every time it isn't just like oh, this is the biggest one that we do each year. It's every single one of these shows that he puts on, he puts his entire heart and soul into. And you can tell by how big, and you know, a rising, what is a rising tide raises all ships. The Ship Shawana show has really improved, you know, everybody who attends it, I think, in my personal opinion. It does. I, I Me and Jeremy, we talked about this before. In Michigan area, there's not a lot of soccer, right? collectors out there i could only sell 
stuff at Shipshawana, soccer at Shipshawana. <laughs> and it's because of all the indie collectors. Um, they come up. I know there's a couple like dollar uh, card box. There's indie, uh, Brett. Um, they come up and they, they're all looking for soccer. So I made Jeremy and I, we, we always talk about it, the trade night. We haven't even gotten to the trade night. I did so well at the trade night that Jeremy makes fun of me because anybody that came up to me the next day and threw an offer, maybe like at 60 or 7%, I was like, take it, take it. I'm already in the hole or like not in the hole, but I've already made so much money from trade night. I'm so happy. <laughs> so. That's crazy. The amount of money that's spent on trade night is insane. I wish there was a way to track how much actual, you know, money transacts at that show, but it's got, I mean, I don't even know what number to put on it. I mean, it's got to be just like. That's a lot. Well into the six figures. It's like, is it 200,000? Is it 300,000? I really have no idea. I mean, I know one trade night, I mean, we were buying for a repacker and we spent 40,000 and we could have spent more. I mean, that's a show like if you wanted to, you could go and spend a hundred thousand without even trying, which, and it's, and, and you wouldn't be buying, you'd be buying good stuff. Quality stuff. You know, yeah. Um, from your dollar boxes. I mean, all the way up to 30, 40, $50,000 cards, every single, you know, price points in that room. I think last trade night, Ryan card collector two bought a Mickey Mantle rookie. Yeah. Uh, for, so, and trade night at trade night. So, I mean, you take your mantles down, people are buying those. We, we, we talk about it all the time. Like the, one of my favorite things about the hobby is like we can all do it completely different and still have a great time. We have gone to Shipshawana, card rich, cash poor. We have gone with a nice even mix. We've gone with cash and no cards. And on trade night, we've been able to position ourselves for the next day either to have like no stress that we have already made our money or bought the cards we wanted to or traded into or, you know, we've gone like, hey, I want to make sure I've got cash to spend tomorrow, flip a couple cards. And it's like, no matter where you're at in your hobby journey, there's going to be somebody there that you can wheel and deal with. And like, it's the community thing. There's so many people that you look forward to seeing. You're watching people's kids grow up. You're like, man, last time I saw that kid, he was significantly smaller. Or I, I look forward to seeing so-and-so and catching up. And there's all the little trade nights that pop up after trade night. Mm-hmm. which is just absolutely wild where it's like the same group of people that are like making it like this, this sub thing of the original thing. Can I tell you a cool story real quick? Just happened like two hours ago, had a uh, group, two guys. Um, I don't know the ages, probably in that like 17 to 20 year old range, but they contacted me and they said, we just, Mr. Beeman, I just wanted to, which no one should ever say that, but they were like, we just wanted to make sure it was okay. We want to host a trade night over at the farmstead. We've already talked to the farmstead to get their permission. In fact, we may buy a conference room. Um, are you okay with that? We don't want to infringe. And I was like, because, well, one, I couldn't stop you anyways. But two, because you asked that way, I'll see you over there. Like, I'll walk over there and, and check it out. And so I just love the community. I hope we all take care of each other that way. Um, the only thing that ever burns me out is ego and politics. And um, we have so very little of that. And that's that's what I'm the happiest about. And, and even if we do get a little bit of it, there's enough people like you guys I can talk to to be like, it's OK. <laughs> like it, it doesn't you don't have to give in to every request. So uh, anyways, I just I really love the vibe. And I hope that never I hope that never changes. I hope we never become a 
it doesn't fit. When I say family, I bet some people are like, oh, that's so hokey or sappy. But literally, that's the vibe I feel with a lot of a lot of people that attend the show for the vast majority. So let, let's be uh, let's be a little bit vulnerable for one second, Mr. Beeman. When you hear Dallas, which is widely regarded as one of the best regional shows in the country, it takes place five or six times. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I follow a lot of people. I don't know who's responsible for Dallas. There are several other shows where I have an idea of who's responsible. How does it make you feel that when somebody says Ship Shawana, it's synonymous with one Mr. Beeman and your your name is carried and spoke in such high regard? That's got to be an incredible feeling that what you and everybody that supported you has built. Yeah, and I, I, I don't want to go negative. Believe me, anytime you do anything, there's people that don't think you're amazing. There's, there's, there's some people out there, but no, it's, it was never intended to be that way. I'm not comfortable on camera. You're going to laugh and go, you just made two commercials in a row for your, <laughs> your show. You you seem Fire. comfortable, but if you were, if you were with Ang Lin, who does my videos for me and I love that guy and he does wedding videos for thousands of dollars, but because he loves the hobby, he gives me like the cheapest rate ever. Cause he just, it takes his mind off doing weddings. Right. And he gets to do something fun and bring his drone out and do all these things. But um, it's really fun. It's really fun. I love going to shows and people are like, Hey, I love your show or, um, but it comes with a lot of pressure too. Like, you know, if, if we get, I don't even, we've never truly counted, but if we get 1700 people through the door instead of 1900, oh, this one was kind of down. Or if a dealer makes $8,000 instead of 10, oh, the, you know, so I feel the pressure of that too, because I am the face of the show uh, a lot of times. But I mean, obviously the overall appreciation we get for the show is is everything. And um, it's fun. You know, I work in insurance. I always joke, I can't use my creative brain too hard in insurance. It's not a very sexy topic. <laughs> so this is my, this is my release for for that i love just social media and i love marketing and the the commercial thing has been really fun for me that to collaborate with ang and and for the one uh, you made was really good like that. oh i got goosebumps <laughs> it was super it was super dramatic like i always thought there should have been a car chase or something because of the uh of the music for uh, memorial day i talked to him i want to do maybe i shouldn't give it away but let's just say we're going to be on the same day as the flea market and I want like a drone shooting from the venue to the flea market. So everyone sees how vast and huge that is if they want to drop their family off over there. Like so that. as you can tell, that's the part that gets me excited. Not this, not the putting out the tables and pull, putting them up. That's my least. No, you need, you need to get one where you're uh, being, uh, you're brought in on a horse and buggy. Yes. Oh yeah. Dressed up in the proper attire and like you open the door and you just like all you see is your foot come out first Ooh, you gotta grow the beard you gotta get a beard listen we're all gonna have a couple of drinks and we're gonna plan this one out I like, yeah i like this it'll be on the you know next year when it's in the march you could even have it on your the super bowl commercial you know they can, we're, gonna see, we're gonna see it as a super bowl commercial soon that's one of the biggest surprises about the show is how people from like chicago and cincinnati and cleveland they like love the horse and buggies. Like when my early marketing said nothing about this being an Amish country, because I thought, well, that's certainly not going to draw someone to a card show. Now it may may draw them for food and entertainment and stuff, but not for a card show. And and now literally our logo has a big horse and buggy on it. We own it. 
we love it. And I, that brings me joy that people enjoy seeing that culture and, and taking that in. I know when I my, my kids talk about that, I can't wait to go. I just love driving up there and seeing the courses and the buggies. You do my, have to kind yeah. of navigate the droppings. Yeah. The yes. Yep. Not when it's car wash after the trip. Not when it's snowmageddon, you just go. Like, yeah. you just hopefully you're on the road. But I, I do have a question for TNT here. Adam said, will TNT have any special grading specials for the show? So we'll have our standard grading, um, you know, as far as where it starts at $19 for PSA bulk. Um, and then uh, your normal 15 for SGC and then in the 22 and for Beckett. But what we are doing, though, we're giving away uh, 20 or having we gave uh, Courtney 20 uh, golden tickets. She made them, but we, we gave her permission for 20 golden tickets to where part of the packs for the kids. Uh, they'll have a chance to win a free grading um, at any of the base levels with PSA, Beckett or SGC. And so bring your also, kids and then steal them. Yeah. <laughs> and then we talked to Brad and we're going to do the same thing. We did this at the, uh, the uh, Black Friday show to where we're going to do, uh, what was it, Brad? $500 winners yep. for, yes. uh, for grading credit as well. So, so we're going to do that. Um, so hopefully, hopefully Adam, you win. Cause I know you'll, I know you'll, uh, you'll use it. Yeah. We're going to um hundred dollars every half hour, nine 30, 10, 10, 30, 11, 11, 30. Yep. Gabby, without putting her in charge of that, the only real beeman that works hard and um, she's going to do the drawings. Yeah. She's going to do the drawings and uh, we're going to give out that break credit every half hour for the early birds. I like it. I, I just love Gabby so much. I just love her. She is such a sweet person. She, she was awesome on our, uh, we did a two thick taste test with those jelly beans. Yeah, she that was, was fun. She, she was, was dragging people over to do it. <laughs> she, she was like, I got people. She's like grabbing people to come do it. Do you remember when she's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to tell my dad and you'll never do this show again. And she was just flexing <laughs> yeah. her power. And I was like, Dang. go Gabby, that's my girl. Yeah, <laughs> You'll lose your tables. <laughs> the best part about it is that th that never happened. Don't slander <laughs> Gabby's name. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's fun because you can you can bring, I'm bringing all my kids this time. Like you can bring your kids. It's it's a fun time. We, you know, that was the one thing. The first time we went to the show, I told Brad, I'm like, hey, we should do like a kids thing, you know. And he was like, sure. And so we talked about it and we did it. And it has gotten so big. It has gotten so big that I last the last show. So you go back to Snowmageddon. I. We had over 275 kids do it, and it was a blizzard. Last, the last show we did, we had, I ran out within the first three hours. I ran out of prizes, and I had made over 300 prizes um, within the first, you know, three hours. So that's 100 kids an hour, pretty much, which is, and we don't, you know, I'm very careful because we do have, you know, limited prizes, and we do offer, like, we have big prizes. Um, Eek Sports Cards uh, donates Zion cases. We have free grading. We have um, assigned a jersey this time. We have, you know, just slab strongs. We have the the chains. We, you know, sale, sealed wax. We have so many prizes that it's really important, you know, to me that we're, we do it as fairly as possible. So we do limit it. It's like one per kid. You know, there's always a few kids that like, you know, I see them wandering around and they come up to me at the end and I'm like, you already did this. And they're like, oh, 
what do you mean my favorite is we have always started it like right when the show starts because when we first did it you know it was kind of a novelty and not a lot of people knew about it but um it has gotten so big that we you know first it was like from the second the show started until it closed we were running it and then it was like okay some of the uh vendors were like hey you know we're still trying to set up and we have these kids like not that they don't, they don't mind but it's like they're trying to set up and they have the kids like i need my stamps i need my stamps i need my stamps so we set it up where it starts now it was starting like a half hour after the show started and then this last one i'm like we ran out of prizes so i'm like desperately running around the show trying to find things that i can buy to add back into the prizes so that we can have prizes and keep going so because it's gotten so so big and it is so so popular we're going to set a time limit on it this this time for the first time ever it is only going to be from nine to one nine to one um, so if you want your kids to participate, just make sure that you're there within that time, you know, that time frame. I'm working out some things to be able to, you know, maybe bring some more people in and see if we can extend it back out the entire length of the show. But it is hard to maintain that level of like making it as good as it's been and running it for the entire length of the show. So it's, it's, in order to keep the integrity of it and keep it as awesome and keep the prizes as good and make sure the kids have a, you know, a really good time. We're, we're going to shorten up the span of it this time from nine to one. Good idea. That, we, we couldn't thank you guys enough for that. Um, this is probably too much inside baseball. The reckless uh, crew would probably be embarrassed for me to tell this literally what I pay them to run the most amazing kids card scavenger hunt you've ever seen is two free tables. Courtney pays for her own printing. I should be ashamed of myself. Printing, <laughs> yeah, you should. She coordinates yeah, everything. She cuts everything out. She makes the packs. Um, so we can't repay them enough. And uh, I'm very particular about our name and our brand. And on day one, I just told Courtney, you want to do this? I thousand percent trust you run with it. And top two decision I ever made uh, outside of marrying Stacey Beeman <laughs> was letting Courtney run the, uh, with the scavenger hunt. So we're very, uh, we're very thankful for her. And, and on top of that, cause I know she would want me to say it. Our dealers are so generous of their time and of the things they donate. Like there's no offense. Any card show that's doing something for kids is doing the right thing. But some card shows are probably handing out kids packs of cards that the dealers don't want. And that, it's fine. We're giving away Zion cases and and some pretty cool prizes. And I love that we've gotten to that level that we can do it at that level. And, and all the credit goes to you guys. The one time you guys got sick and couldn't be there, it got to the point where I was like, just handing out packs. Like, it looks like you did it. <laughs> it's, it gets overwhelming. They're, they're, they get so into it. And I love how excited. The one year, the one that I remember as like, there's like, parts of each one that I remember the one that was one of my most favorite was we did like a live break um uh, some of the tickets had like um like you could like you would get a spot in the break a random spot and then we did the break live at the show with all the kids and they're all like lined up around me and they're super excited and I'm like ripping the packs and showing them and they're cheering and booing <laughs> and like they were having the best time and I'm like this is how you get kids 
to like want to participate in this. They're so excited. They're super involved. They're very in, invested in completing their tasks to get their cards. And, and, and at the end, they're not getting some like something that nobody wants. They're getting cool things that everybody wants. You know what, you know what they're doing last show, Courtney? Um, I don't know if you know, knew this, but they would get your, the packs. Like if they won a couple packs, they traded Jeremy the packs for cards. So Essentially, Jeremy's giving out cards and the packs because Jeremy just wanted to rip rip the pack. So if you're listening and you want to, you don't want to rip your pack, just go to Jeremy and he'll give you some cards that he's selling for the actual packs that you win on the uh, mm -hmm. scavenger hunt. He did that. We've bought back stuff that we gave away to the kids. I've had them come up to me with the slabs that we gave them. <laughs> sometimes it's, it will have sealed wax in them, and sometimes we'll have slabs. Um, we've had, I like. I want to shout out like so many CGC has donated slabs. Uh, Ziggy No has donated slabs. Uh, we've, you know, Jason Glasky always donates wax. Ludex always donates wax. The amount of people that have just like sent Zion has actually sent us cases too. So it, the amount of people that are like seeing what we're doing and seeing, you know, how influential it is on these kids who want to, you know, take part in this space is has been tremendous for me but what what's so cool is you know like sometimes we have cool stuff that gets donated like those cgc slabs are really cool and when anyone donates something to me to me i have a like a shelf in our it's a it's the scavenger hunt shelf so all this stuff gets stacked up and i see stuff come in sometimes and i'm like oh I want that. So then these kids get it and they're like i don't care about this player so they come over like i want to sell this and i'm like I'll buy that from you. Thank you. <laughs> so, so they, you know, they're still happy. They got their money. I got the card that I saw that was cool. Um, there was this one little boy one, one year, he ripped a pack of cards and he got a Kobe white and uh, he came over to me. He's like, I want to give this to you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, well, I'm going to cry too, because it was so sweet. He goes, I know that you love Kobe white and I ripped a Kobe white card. And so he's like, you're so nice. And you always give us free stuff every year. So I wanted to give you this Kobe white. And I could not believe how sweet that was. And these are the kinds of hobby participants that we want. We're cultivating the children to be the kind of hobby participants that we are. Around how about, how about the kid, kid who won the Zion case? Yeah, yeah. And he already had a Zion case, so he gave it to another one, another child. Courtney's crying. The kids Courtney's are being like the future baby. of America, doing all sorts of awesome stuff. <laughs> Brad, you but, need to bring a tissue box to Courtney, like around the end of the scavenger hunt, because every time she's like bawling her eyes out. When Jeremy's like, you cry, baby, get it together. Where the kids are trying to take pictures because they're switch swapping Zion cases. Courtney's crying, trying to take the picture. It's kind of it's kind of funny watching this go down. Wow, Manny. So hey. a couple of a couple of points. One, Brad, you said Courtney a lot. Feel free to see Jeremy once in a while. <laughs> Second, um, I, I wish I in and you know, shout out to Amelia and Steven, our two oldest kids, because they actually do a lot of um legwork. Amelia is my personal Gabby, so I let her do a lot of work and then I take the the you know. I take all the praise for her efforts, but um, what people don't see is the amount of people who offer or try to participate and want to participate. And at a certain point, you just run out of like, logistically, it doesn't work. There's a want and a willingness from additional people who haven't been mentioned, who want to give money, cards, time to, to be a part of this. 
And the thing that makes me like the proudest is um, we get asked to participate in a lot of things and we've been very selective about who we partner with, who we associate with. And there's always that thought that the moment you take money for something, you're potentially putting yourself at risk or you're becoming something that you're not. And Courtney has applied a lot of pressure to people who've asked us to collaborate, to do social media, to do stuff like that. And she said, the best way to get with Reckless is to support the scavenger hunt. So whether that's PWCC, whether that's Fanatics, whether that's any number of people that we've had conversations with. So my expectation for the, the scavenger hunt is for it to continue to grow and for the stuff for the children to become bigger and badder. We have a, we have an, uh, we kind of brought up an idea to Dennis for his show, but Brad, you could take it and run. There's a volunteer at TNT. He's a good employee. He doesn't, like any, too. he doesn't like any Indiana sports. He talks crap about all your, all your teams, right? He's willing to get in a dunk tank for the kids and have the kids throw at him all day long for wax or packs or something. So I don't know, just an, just an option. I, I know Tyler and Tommy know, well, it's Kenny. Kenny. It's Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> well, we had an idea. I think we should put Manny and Kenny side by side. And, I think kids uh, could, should get to pick who they want to dunk. Do, yeah. And they just get to talk shit to little kids all day long. They would both love it. <laughs> no, I think I think the dunk tanks are something we can pull off in Chipshawana. I think yeah, so, too. Can we do it outside? It has to be outside. Yeah. Fits yeah. the vibe. Memorial Day or Labor Day? It's a fest. Now you're having games. We're adding games. Well, that could be part of the that could be part of the scavenger hunt. They have to dunk one of the two as one of their tasks. <laughs> I'm here for this. Oh, I'm I here. That'd be great. Let's make this happen. Where's Tops? Tops, can you please sponsor a dunk tank? <laughs> we lived in they weren't that expensive to rent. I think it was like 250 bucks to rent one for a day. I'm in. Have you noticed, too, we make the kids work a lot harder. I don't know if Jeremy and Courtney remember. There used to be like five stops on the scavenger hunt. I think I counted 14 dealers. That was a lot this time. Yeah. We're going to make them work for it this time. I have such a hard time telling people who want to be part of the scavenger hunt no. I'm like, I'm like the card. I'm going to have to like redo the card eventually. Know, because there's there's only, just... You can only do so much on there. I run out of space. <laughs> there, there was one time where I missed the memo because I was just trying to buy and sell that like somebody either was late showing up or they didn't show up and they were removed like a late scratch. And so these kids were coming up and like, I can't find so-and-so. And I'm like, oh man, well, you got to work. I'm like, I had to work to buy this stuff. So you got to work to earn it. And they weren't and even they would, like, disappear for an hour to come back defeated. And I was like, no, you got you to go look, go table by table. What, what are you doing here? And then I'm like, Amelia, Amelia, come here. Hey, go help this kid out. She's like, Dad, they're not here. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, hey, do, do you want a slab? Help yourself. To the yeah. <laughs> don't, don't touch the P-wheel. In the meantime, Courtney's over here getting coffee for you, driving 40 minutes to Starbucks because yeah. that's all he eat, drinks. And he's ruining the scavenger hunt within that 40 minutes. No, well, let me th- hold on. Starbucks real quick. Brad is a, a – or Mr. Beeman, I'm sorry, no. is a true gentleman where he said, I need Jeremy to have coffee. We're going to have a coffee truck here. I will leave at two o'clock in the morning to go to Starbucks. And at two 14, Courtney is sending me the most heinous text messages that you'll ever read. Get back here. We're going to be late. We need to set up. And I'm like, court doors don't open for six more hours. She's like, I know you, you're going to be late. 
I, I am I do not take the ship Shawana lightly. It is we have to be there, we have to be set up, people are counting on us. Yeah. It is important. <laughs> she yelled at Manny one morning. She, told him, she told him to shut up and eat breakfast, and I am not joking. I'm dead like, serious. I'm not putting up with you, eat breakfast. It was the snowstorm and uh I got up. I took NyQuil the night before because I was trying to get some good night's sleep. I woke up from uh, I, I did not. It was like stuff. Like I was really bad, st like stuff. But Jeremy, Jeremy wakes me up and says, Courtney, Courtney's not in a mood. You better hurry up and get around. So I'm, I'm sprinting down the stairs and Courtney's just sitting at the table like a mom would with her arms crossed, her legs crossed. And she's like, I was like shaking my foot. Yeah, go get food. You're not going to eat for a while. I was like, OK, mom. <laughs> He told me he's like I'm not hungry. No, and, don't tell mom that. He told me he's like <laughs> I'm not hungry. This is, up, he is the same one that every every time around like noon at the show, he's like, oh, I'm starving. I gotta get out to the food truck, and that's like always the busiest time at the table. Hey. And I'm like, you are not gonna not eat breakfast because it's gonna you're gonna be starving. And with the weather, who knows if the food truck's gonna be able to make it? I'm like, you need to eat breakfast. And so, yes, I did. I told, and so we're in the car, and Jeremy's like, he is a grown man, Courtney. You can't talk to him that way. I mean, you can. Yeah, you can. The food I tried, amazing, I tried going to bat for you. She gave me five to the eyes and put me in my place. So, yeah, the food trucks are amazing, though. I do get hungry smelling all that food coming. Uh, you do it's pick, so good. Pick well on the food. I, I think I get like the southern food truck all the time. They had the, the coffee truck that he had for a while. Oh, yeah. So I actually went on outside of setting up tables in the afternoon. My coffee truck canceled on me. No. Again? So that, that's the one truck that is inconsistent for me. You can't find a coffee truck that consistently wants to come out. They all do well. They all have a line and there's, do well. But for some reason, you can't consistently find one. So I got to work on that. There's one around here we can ask. I mean, I don't know if they've got anything going on Saturday or not. But do you yes. want us to ask? Absolutely. Um. And then the other thing is the soul food truck. He's like on vacation or something. He'll be back on Memorial Day. But we replaced him with a couple that is bringing a slow cooker barbecue. Oh, like oh, ribs. Okay. And, all right. and there we go. So if you guys are listening, you want to find Manny. You'll know where Manny is on Saturday. I'm going to be. Manny's going to be too thick. He's just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be too all over his face. I'm going to be like, yelling deliveries. Yeah. I'm going to be yelling at him instead of not, don't eat, instead of eat. I'm going to be like, wash your hands before you touch the cards. Oh, gosh. I'm going to have barbecue sauce all over my face trying to buy cards. It's going to be great. <laughs> so, so, Brad, the festivities, or Mr. Beeman, the festivities begin Friday. What time do doors open for trade night? And I know trade night is sponsored, so I want to make sure that we give everybody yes. an opportunity yes. to get their flowers. The, uh, it's about Friday and Saturday, sir. Yes, let me name the sponsors real quick before I forget. Um, I want to definitely put the spotlight on them. Uh, Jason Galeski at Sports Card Machines is the OG of sponsors. In Big fact, dog. when we were like, <laughs> when the first couple trade nights we did, there were like 40 people there. Um, he, he believed in it and we kept growing it. So big, big, uh, credit to Jason for being the first on board. Um, and then right behind them came uh, TNT and they had so much value with the submission drop off and all the things they do. And plus the, the thing they don't get enough credit for is the level of cards in their case too. They've got tremendous, uh, inventory there. And then, um, Hollister cards. If you don't know Brad Hollister, you're missing out. One of the best humans. Uh, the only human that might be nicer is his wife. Oh, uh, Kylie's amazing. Yep. I love amazing people. He ha will have his repacks there. 
And then um, I tell you, a, a kid named Logan um, at Wax Breaks, he reached out to me and was just like so polite and just said, hey, I would love to sponsor. And we kind of found a niche for him uh, to, to be able to donate. He'll be set up at um, trade night as well. So thankful for all those those folks and, and obviously the reckless folks for the scavenger hunt. But this is the one thing we're trying. Every every show, I like to try one new thing. So when we have a Saturday or Sunday trade night, it's always six to 10. But when we do a Friday night trade night, we do them seven to 10, just because people getting off work, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I had people say, Brad, I love your trade night. And when there were 40 people, I was breezy about it. But now there's 400 people walking around this trade night and I get a little weird about my cards sitting out on the table. Could I have a showcase? Now, there's been some evil plots thrown out there that I'm, I'm, you know, trying to make extra money through this. Really just wanted people to have an opportunity if they wanted to to buy a VIP bracelet and that would allow them to have a showcase if it was that important to them. They could have a showcase, come in early, get set up, feel protected, have their space in the world. So if you come from at six o'clock, that's the VIP hour. You'll pay 20 bucks to get in. You'll get a bracelet. You get to bring one showcase. I always say still just an armful or a backpack full, no dollies, no cards. We do want to keep it light because we got vendors who need to make money the next day and, and have paid for that right. Uh, but then for at seven o'clock, and I can't, I can't talk about this enough. It's the same dang free trade night we've always done. And for the same amount of time, seven to 10, so six to seven for those guys that are and gals that are really wanting to come out early, get set up, uh, have a showcase, seven to 10, just the normal craziness that we usually do, totally free. And then it's very important for me to say the next day, this, the uh, show, totally free. No, no, we don't charge for parking. We don't charge to get in. My dealers have said over and over again, never charge admission. We'll just pay a little more for tables. So um uh, you have the dealers to thank and our sponsors for a free show. And uh, we hope that t- 10 years from now, it's still free to get in the Shipshawana Card Fest. I like it. Yeah. I have, a, I have a, uh, another idea, Brad. You, I don't know if you know this. Mr. Oh, Beeman. Oh, Mr. Beeman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Beeman. Or Bradley. But Too Thick just is not just a podcast. We're a security service, too. So <laughs> if you want us, me and Jeremy, to walk around with our security vest on, um, we could do that as well. We're I'll be in the dunk tank. I could walk around. Just tell me what you need. I could do it. I'll pass out waters. I'm there for you is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> so here's the funny thing. I may take you up on that because I hire the LaGrange County Sheriff's Department to send an officer to out for trade night in uh, the show. They are not allowed to be in uniform per their policy. So they look like just normal Joes walking around. Still thankful if they're there. Because if something would hit the fan, I don't want to tackle anyone. I may mm-hmm. ask Jeremy to, Mr. Wreck, I may ask him, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> I got it. you, buddy. Uh, so Jeremy's like, I, don't, I Jeremy's loved right. it. When we did our Fort Wayne show, I hired the Allen County police to come out. That guy came out, bulletproof vest, guns, tasers. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what I'm talking about <laughs> for security. So. Yep. I might need a big uh, manly presence such as Manny walking yep. around there with a security shirt on to make sure law and order is well. And a taser. You, you need the yeah. taser. Manny's yeah, terrifying. Yeah, Manny, make sure you wear a cutoff t-shirt. You know, we got to yeah. see the guns. I, I, up, I, up. I've, been, I've been working out lately. I'm, I'm good. I'm ready. 
I'm ready. No one's stealing at this show. I'm just going to let it be known. Manly presence. Crime is at an all-time high under Manny's watch. Nope, nothing. Nothing's getting through. If you, You're going to see me sprinting, and you're, you're going to be like, oh, Manny's got someone. So. The only time I saw Manny sprint, he ducked walk when he came to the table, Courtney. He's like, I have to go potty. Do you remember that? Yes. We have so many stories. We, yeah. we should just do like a like a ship show on a like breakdown one night at like post show and just tell some of the crazy stories that have come out of ship Shawana for us because it is it is so much fun. It's not like, you know, it's not like and this is going to sound super like lame or cliche. It's not like a regular card show because when you go there, like I just have fun. And you know, we sell cards, obviously. We do very well at Shipshawana, but it is just a blast. Yeah, it's family. Well, and I have to tell you a little off topic, but my favorite too thick uh, subject matter is Manny's negotiating skills. Always That's die so laughing bad. at the the Manning or the Manny uh, negotiating stories. It, it gets bad. I, I sometimes get Tommy or Tyler to come with me to help negotiate. I think I've done that at Shipshawana. I'm like, Tyler, can you please come look at this raw card and help me out? Manny, you got to have, Manny what's your hot take for this show? What are you buying? Ooh, I, what am I buying? I want to buy CJ Stroud. I think he's going to be legit with it being the offseason, too. Duh. Uh, boy, it's hard, yeah, well, it's hard to buy. So I want to buy Anthony Richardson, but it's hard to buy at – Chip Shawana Colts players because everyone's looking for Colts players. Did there. you did you did you uh, learn anything from Jeff Wilson? Uh, no, I haven't. Will Greer. Will Greer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta buy some real Desmond Greer. Ritter. Desmond Ritter. No, 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 thank you. I don't want Desmond Ritter. No, but didn't he's he buy Dak? We all know he's just gonna buy Dak, and that's what it's gonna be. You don't buy at the height, though, right? You don't. You don't buy no. on their way up here, Manny. You buy. <laughs> so Tyler, I I would be interested what you guys. I know you do your own buying and selling. I know you help others. What are others wanting you guys to pick up? Um, this show, we're not. I don't think we're going to be buying for a repack this show. But Tommy and I have been talking a little bit more. Um, we've gotten so busy with the submissions, we've kind of gotten away from buying for ourselves. To be honest with you, because that's what that's where it all started was the buy and flip, buy and flip, and just keep on rinse and repeat. We were really good. Jeremy and I talked about it tonight a little bit. We were really good about not ever getting emotionally attached to anything. Um, to where now, our inventory now is probably, I would say, more heavy in stuff that is PC, which becomes a little bit of a problem, right? To where it's more collector-based than flipping. Um, you know, so at this show and really over the last couple of weeks, we've been trying to get back to we have a little bit of advantage. We see a lot of cards come through. We know what's been looking good, what's been looking like, you know, that, that just doesn't grade well. Um, you know, so um, we're looking to get back to really just trying to buy that. You know, right now is a good time, I think, to buy football, you know, because you're at the end of the off. You're getting any like from right now up until the draft is the best time to really buy for football, you know, because it dips after the Super Bowl, you know, even like Mahomes prices right now. They've all pretty much just kind of leveled out, um, you know. So when we buy heavy for football, we try to stick to quarterbacks, um, you know. So my personal, my favorite quarterbacks right now would be um, Herbert. There's going to be some excitement there with Harbaugh coming in. Uh, Joe Burrow, 
is a buy right now because he's coming off injury. Not not you know you talk you got Joe Burrow or C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud just had a phenomenal season, exceeded expectations. His prices are already you know kind of locked in. Like they're consistent. No, not no more Sky Moore. He's cut off. No, we'll sell Sky Moore. Um, we got a lot Tyler of. Tyler even mentioned Sky Moore chopping. Tommy's like sweating. He's like Jesus. What are you guys? What are you guys seeing? I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry, Tyler. What are you guys seeing? If you don't mind sharing, I think it would be helpful for people that are bringing things to you at the show. What products, like the CJ Stroud, Richardson, or even Prison Basketball, what products are grading well, and what products does a, you really need to look over before a, a professionals like you need to take a look at them? I mean, Prison for the most part looked pretty good. Yeah, and it's centering a little bit, and it kind of goes, you know. A lot of cards are in the same boat as, you know, the noisier the card, the easier it is to grade, you know, cards with lots of patterns, scope patterns, X-Fractors, you know, base prism cards where the, the smallest little scratch sticks out like crazy, they're tough grades, you know, a purple scope that's got the whole card covered with shiny, bright lights looking, you know, th those always grade easier, yep. you know, cards that have white borders on the back tend to grade easier because it doesn't show not black border, not black borders, no good. No. I mean, you could, it could be good, well, but it's harder to grade those. Obviously, the card I really like this year is the Prism, the Green Wave. Mm -hmm. The Prism Green Waves are nice. They got a They're noisy just, front. They've the centering's been tough on a lot of those, though. Has it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a good-looking card, and I like that. You can get them for like Stroud. I think's eighty to ninety bucks. Yeah, mine sells for like, like six or seven with him, and they've all been way off center. Yeah, but, well, but you can, the centering's buy, easy to tell. Ones so you can, yeah, that's you can see what you're buying. You can you know you can check the centering yourself. I That's feel like ESA is being friendly, a little friendly on the the, the front yeah. centering. On it, it depends. It depends on the grader and, and what day you get them on. Okay. Best bet is buying uh, Bandai cards. Is I'm going to say the quality and the Bandai cards. It really the, is the Dragon Ball the Z one Reckless, piece. Reckless gets their uh, their their black labels with those. Not, not yeah. the, Nanny, not so much. But Reckless, yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why Tommy's hey, reviewing. Because you're bad at picking cards. No, Tommy reviews Jeremy's and Tyler reviews mine. Jeremy, oh, Jeremy no. listens to his own cards. The best. What can I say, buddy? You're such a hater. Pick better cards, Manuel. I hate so. <laughs> buy better cards. Those, those same cards you're complaining about, we sent them. I think half of them to PSA, and they got tens. That was that was back, that was the greater at Beckett. Yeah, I'm I'm just that. Kidding. Yeah, that happens. Oh man. I, I think about man. He is never accountable for his own actions. I love the consistency that it's always somebody else's fault. You know, he's 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 right. He's running an all-time high right now. He got the first manga from Pokemon, first yep. edition, first print yep. ever graded. Manga. Nine point. What was it? A nine point two. Two for nineteen ninety six. I reviewed that card, which is, I mean, that's phenomenal because you could definitely tell. You know, somebody you know had flipped through it, looked through it. You know, we had the iron out. We were ironing it, you know, make sure you get all the oh, wrinkles shut. out. The card was – that, that manga, if you didn't send it to us, we would you would have been lucky to get, like, the 5.5, I think, that Jeremy got, you know. Oh, so man. You're uh, so lucky that Tyler got that. Congratulations yeah, on, on your first win. I'm glad I could help. Yeah. He went, he went through every page in iron. Yeah. He was trying to read it. He also, like, he's – Just to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> it took 20 minutes to do that submission for one book. 
my first it, win. It was a 4.6, and then he put Mr. Minty all over it and turned it into a mm-hmm. 9.2 just yep. for you, Manny, because he didn't want to listen to you. Thank, thank you, Tyler. Thank you. I appreciate it. A little bit it. of hurt spray, it was golden. But, yeah, I mean, at this show, like, also, Brad, going back to your original question. Mr. Beeman. Mr. Beeman, I'm sorry, Mr. Beeman. I, um, <laughs> How many times are you going to make that mistake? It's so, it's so fun going there and buying Michigan State, for me, cards, because they're so much cheaper. Um, because people can't sell them. Like in Indiana, I talked to uh, uh, Bo- uh, Evan Bushy. He worked for Andy at Indy Card Exchange, and he said that it's tough to sell Mich- some of the Michigan State players down there. Um, so it, it's it, you could get it at a discounted price there. The one thing you have to look out for, and this is some advice, and I gave him crap earlier, was uh, Card Collector 2 is going to be there, and he buys all the college uh, cards. So you got to beat him to the table. And I already told him, I said, lay off my Michigan State this time. Because last show, I tried to find Kenneth Walker cards. And I couldn't find one Kenneth Walker card. I looked at the video. He was a table ahead of me buying them all. And I was like, why can't I find a Kenneth Walker card? And now I know why. Well, he doesn't play. He, he'll spend some money. Yeah. I do think that's an interesting topic for the hobby moving forward is – you know, we all play by these rules. NFL, you unless it's a PC player, NFL, you buy quarterbacks, you buy pro unis. Mm-hmm. Well, now that Fanatics has these exclusives, have the rules changed? Is not sure, yeah. We'll see how CJ Stroud's only time can tell you know. next year or two. Super so the interesting. stuff, like the first the Bowman U stuff has been doing pretty well. It's, it's so hard to say. Comparison cards are out of this world high. Like, I didn't know until I Googled, or not Googled, eBayed it the other day. I was like, Marvin Harrison autos are mm-hmm. way higher than I, I, well, I know Kim, he's an amazing player, but Kim, we're also conditioned to not want the college unis. You said what, Courtney? Yeah. I said we're also conditioned to not want the college uniforms, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I think it's turning. I told Jeremy, I think Bowman U is kind of turning into Bowman Chrome in baseball. Like I know they're in baseball. They have the major league logos, but there's a big college fan base in the Midwest that love college sports. And if they have like exclusives to these guys where they're getting Bowman U first and it's their actual logo, which we didn't have until like two years ago. um, I think it could take off. I, you're basically essentially. Yeah, it'd be getting, interesting to see if there's these actual Bowman firsts of like guys. Yeah, I think how, how are they, they going to hold up long term? But they really are their first autograph, you know, major autograph for, for a lot of them. Yeah, I mean Caleb Williams cards right now. That would be a good looking for him before the draft. Is Caitlin Clark? Caitlin Clark. Uh, yep. She had a card go for like seventy k. Yeah, I'm such a hater. I don't like college cards. <laughs> like it, it'll be really hard for me to do. I just don't. I don't like them. I. That would be something that would be purely like an investment purchase for me because I would never buy a college uniform for a PC. Like I wouldn't want it. I think I think they're yeah, a good I like quick flip. I, I think they're a good quick flip if they're the right player. Yeah, you know, no, for sure. Big, any of the big stars, your Caitlin Clark's, uh, what Angel Reese. Um, I don't really know many this year as far as college men's basketball, but I like that you're going with the girls. That makes me well, happy. <laughs> they're, they're bigger than the boys when it comes to college basketball. I mean, really, they are. How hard could it be? The boys do it. Boys yeah, do well, it. Well, I've been Clark, I just Bruce the joke at CNT is Caitlin Clark's getting drafted by the Pistons. You watch. I know that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be so cool. The Not Pistons were, we're tanking for Caitlin. Yes, yeah, it's our only hope. <laughs> we went and watched them play. They are bad. I mean, they are so bad. She could play there. 
If Bronny James can start for the Lakers right now, she can play for the Pistons. Why Why wouldn't she be able to? She's better than most of them. Oh. <laughs> I think it needs to happen. So, um, if you're on the fence, I encourage all of you to get out there. Check it out. There's people who just show up for trade night. There's people that make a weekend out of it. There's people that go there, and then they go to like the, the flea market and some of the shops that are around there. There's some cool stuff going on. Um, I would encourage all of you, if you're on the fence about grading with TNT, go there. Meet Tyler and Tommy. Let us know who you like more. Me and Manny are always taking bets on who Avoid likes Kenny. who. Avoid Kenny. He's oh, a Kenny's the goat. Kenny. Kenny at the shows, he's the goat. His fiance is a lot better. Oh, I love her. So make sure make sure you say hi to Mr. Beeman and make sure you call him Mr. Beeman. Otherwise, he might have you ejected. You move <laughs> from the premises right away with his um, you know, I'm Manny with his masculine body. <laughs> I'm gonna come swinging. I'm ready. I just want to. Uh, I, I would just uh, say, uh, Brad. In all seriousness, uh, Courtney, TNT, all the other people that we mentioned today, and all the people that we didn't even have an opportunity to mention. Um, thank you for all that you guys do to make it something for the, just the hobby people to look forward to something awesome for the kids, something awesome for the family, something that is created. Like I know Courtney will be at the Hampton Inn with our friends talking UFC come Friday night after and our own little personal trade night that we've done for quite some time. And it truly is community. It's something that you should all be a proud of. I know I'm a proud, I'm proud to be associated with it. Um, make sure you follow and I'll let Manny close us out. Yeah. Any final words from from uh, Mr. Beeman or the TNT crew? Yeah, here you go, Mr. Beeman. Well done. I was just or- going to say, uh, and please, no one call me Mr. Beeman at the show. <laughs> Brad is just fine. Uh, I was just going to say, we're do- one other thing we're doing, it's really important for me that these dealers get um, the looks at the traffic okay. that we need them to. We're putting about 10 tables upstairs. Mm. We've we flirted with that a little bit by putting vintage card shop uh, shack up there. Cause he was like, I just put me somewhere. And I said, well, I can put you upstairs. And so he was up there by himself for the last two shows. And he said the traffic was decent, but I'm putting about 10 tables up there. I'm thinking late morning, the place is going to be packed prayers, hopes oh, for well, that. Man. And I really did that one to, to help a few people that have been waiting for absolute ever to get in. Those people are literally, br- I'm out of tables and space downstairs. They're literally bringing their own tables, hauling them upstairs. There's going to be about 10 tables. If you come to the show, just one trip up there so they see everyone too. Uh, that's really important to me that we we take care of those 8 to 10 brave souls that uh, are going to hang out up there. And, um, you know, if, if it makes sense, we'll keep doing it. But just wanted to shout that out. And uh, I hope everyone comes out and has a really good time. And uh, we can't wait to see can't everyone. Wait. Thankful for you yeah. guys. I think, I think yeah, Matt... Brad. Matt from Ludex will be chained upstairs. So if you go upstairs, throw him a baby Ruth. Yeah. We talked about doing a Ludex lounge up there and having like a golf simulator. And so you let Matt go wild. He'll he'll do it. And that's what I love about him. I like you it. Should, that would be fun. It would yeah. be fun. All of a sudden the scavenger hunt just is gone because Courtney's upstairs doing golf simulation the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I got to, right. Hey, I got to hug Brian Erlacher at a Ludex golf simulator. So I'm just, I'm, this is the, this is the energy I'm here for. <laughs> TNT crew. You got anything that you guys want to bring up? No, just thanks, Brad. I mean, can't wait. I'm excited. You were the first show for us. I don't think there's a TNTs where we're at today without the Shipshawana show. So no, thank you. 
No, not turning I, it out. Take the compliment. Okay. Well, Jeremy, you're going to have to promote their uh, brand because uh, they're not going to. You could find them. We're at Jeremy. TNTcards.com, Facebook, TNTcards.mi. Our, our, our uh, awesome sponsors of the show, the Tuesday show. And uh, Courtney. He's got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, he's got the little bladder. Courtney, any final thoughts? No, um, just make sure that you come. You're not, you don't want to miss this. Please, please, please make sure you check out all the vendors. Bring your kids nine to one. Really important this time. There is a time limit. Um, check out the food trucks. Do look at all the cool stuff that Brad has put and his family have done to make this something that everybody can have fun and attend. The the community out there in Shipshawan is awesome. There's a lot of like really niche little places for people. You know, like spouses or whatever who don't want to come to the show that it's still something there's something for everyone so just make sure that if if you are like jeremy said on the fence about coming out come out and see us say hi come up to the table everybody i like i look forward to this so much every quarter that i cannot express how excited i will be to see you so please come say hello to me say hello to everyone go upstairs check out the whole venue there's several rooms it's worth it Thank you, Courtney. And with that, Jeremy loves back hugs. So if you see him, give him a big back hug. He's a, he loves it. Um, and with that, I hope you guys enjoyed your hobby release. We will see you this weekend. We are excited. Have a good one. Bye. See ya.